I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Maria did it again. She shared something in her newscast that distracted me, and it is that response to a reporter by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. The question uh, was asked about whether or not there would be a smooth transition, uh, a smooth transfer of power, and Mike Pompeo re- responded in, in very you know, succinct terms by saying, uh, yeah, there'll be a smooth transition into a second Trump administration. I, I've listened to that clip a number of times today, and <clears throat> I can't quite tell if Pompeo is being sarcastic or not. I, I genuinely don't know how I feel. I'll tell you what. Let me play this for you. It's just it's just 15 seconds long. It is a reporter asking a question of Pompeo, and pay in particular attention to uh, the, the tone and the words used by Pompeo in his response. And then uh, send me a text message, 57500. Uh, let me know if you think he's being sarcastic or not. Here uh, is Mike Pompeo, the reporter, earlier today. Is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. All right, what do you think? See, I can't tell. And it's kind of my job to, like, listen to people speak uh, and to sort out whether or not uh, you're being sarcastic or not. I, I, I can't tell. I can't tell. I don't know. It's kind of funny. You'll, you'll hear that clip, I'm sure, plenty uh, more times here today. Uh, and with that, let's move on here. But still remaining on the question of transition and concession, whether or not that is appropriate right now. We spoke at length about Senator Romney's time on Sunday morning in particular. He uh, he made the rounds. He was on three of the early Sunday morning talk shows, uh, spending considerable time with uh, Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday. And we we played for you much of what he had to say when asked questions about uh, transfer of power over to Biden. Uh, what did what does uh, Senator Romney think about the the rhetoric of President Trump and the lawsuits being filed? Uh, well, we got word earlier this morning uh, that Senator Romney had more to say specifically on the election. And uh, it was uh, during a phone call with reporters that he shared some additional and expanded views on uh, some various things. And so what I'm going to do here for the next few moments, I want you to hear some of what the senator had to say in particular. And we'll start things off here with uh, when the senator was asked about the president, President Trump refusing to concede and the attacks Biden is getting about the, the presidency. Here is Senator Romney. In this modern age, there are going to be conspiracy theories. Uh, there will be attacks leveled uh, through social media and, and through cable uh, on one side of the aisle or the other. And, uh, and, and if a president spends their time worried about the attacks coming, they won't be able to get much done. The great majority of the American people 
uh, we'll, we'll look at the results that a president uh, uh, is able to achieve and we'll not spend a lot of time worrying about the attacks. I, I, think, um, I think if you get focused on what the, the negative people are saying about you, well, that could take you off track. I mean, if you if you read the comments in social media, you're not going to uh, have much time and you're going to get awfully upset. I think if you want to be a leader in this country, you don't worry about the comments in social media. You don't worry about the attacks coming from cable TV uh, and uh, and you don't worry about the attacks coming from across the aisle. You put your head down, you pursue your your agenda as aggressively as you can, and you try and work with people across the aisle to get something uh, actually enacted. And, and if uh, President-elect Biden is sworn in, uh, I will work with him on, on items where we could see eye to eye. I'll oppose his agenda in places where I think it's uh, wrong. Uh, and I think that's what the people of Utah expect me to do. On that call, th- this again, we're drawing from a, a call on which Pre- Senator, Pre- Senator Romney just recently spoke with Utah reporters. KSL News Radio's Lindsey Ertz was on the call and asked Romney why top-ranking Republicans are so confident in President Trump's re-election when Romney clearly thinks uh, that even with the litigation, the outcome of the election uh, won't change. Well, first of all, they may have information I don't have. So there's always that possibility. I, I, uh, I have not seen uh, information yet from the Justice Department, uh, nor have I uh, been given information by the administration in its other agencies that, that suggests a widespread uh, voter fraud. Um, uh, one individual said to me, if, 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 uh, if the Democratic Party was able to, uh, to carry out a, a massive uh, national um, uh, voter fraud effort, um, uh, why that would have been the most effective uh, covert uh, 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 operation in uh, in world history. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll see what uh, what develops. Uh, but I haven't seen that information at this stage. I know there are lawsuits that are pointing out uh, things that may have been done by various elect- election officials that that uh, people feel were inappropriate. Uh, and, and surely. In a nation with as many voters as they as, as there were, 140, 150 million voters, there will surely be some irregularities in that in that process. But I I think it's unlikely at this stage that there will be sufficient irregularities to justify a different outcome. That point right there is is one with which I agree. Uh, not just you know my, my opinion, but I, I have drawn from. Uh, you heard reference there to irregularities, Romney uh, believing that once uh, recounts are uh, executed and uh, uh, you know a close look is taken at all of these, especially in Georgia, that we will in fact see irregularities. In fact, uh, a representative from the elections office in Georgia said just this morning that they've been holding daily briefings. In that daily briefing, he this morning said, yeah, we may find uh, some irregularities here. Uh, will those irregularities amount to a sum uh, sufficient to change the outcome of this election? Uh, not likely. Uh, not likely. But you hear me use that word, not likely. And it is for that reason uh, that, you know, you do have to you do have to let the justice system run its course. And if there are suspicions of irregularities, either accidental or intentional, uh, you know, we ought to explore them. Why? Maybe not to change the outcome, but to ensure the democratic process, the election process here in this beautiful nation of ours is upheld, is respected, and that the institution maintains its integrity for our posterity. That's it for me. Time to sign off. Time for me to make way for the great Jeff Kaplan as he brings you 
Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.